Good morning and welcome. It's great to see you this morning. And uh, we did decide just to have one service this morning at 10.30, thinking that we probably would be fairly quiet. And uh, so obviously we misread that completely. But anyway, you're very welcome. And this morning is a very special service. It's an all-age service, but it's special not for that reason. It's special because we're sort of saying goodbye to far too many people. We're saying goodbye to the Meikle family. Oh, that's not very good. At least pretend you mean it. We're going to say goodbye to the Meikle family. And also, we're going to say goodbye to the Brough family. I think you're more sorry to see the... No, I'm worried you're... Anyway, what are we thinking about this morning? So, this morning we're going to be talking about the theme of surprise, surprise. In fact, <laughs> why don't we sort of all join in? Wouldn't that be better? Yeah, why so, not? So, so, whenever you say surprise, surprise, can everybody else say the same thing? Would that be surprise, better? Surprise, surprise. Love it, love Actually, it. Actually, throughout the Christmas story, there's lots of surprises. So, we'll be thinking a little bit about that throughout oh, the service this morning. talking about surprises, um, I've got a wee surprise gift for you, actually. Uh, don't be going, oh, because this can only mean trouble. It's just, it's a wee homemade gift. A wee gift for me? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Only for you. Different people have been commenting on my shirt this morning. Some yes, people sort of said, did your mother-in-law buy you that? <laughs> this looks like really it. nice. You really shouldn't mm. have bothered. Wow. Maybe the box is actually nicer than what's in. Oh, wow. That looks really nice. Oh, wow. Chocolates, my favorite. Homemade. Would anyone like to share one as well? I, I think okay, you just one quick, one right one now. Quick, one quick, all right, okay. Anybody else like to share a chocolate? I think Camera. you should go first, though. Okay. They, like, they were made for you, so all right. you need to first. Okay, bite. we'll have one each, all right. Okay, big jump into them. Oh! Surprise, oh. surprise! <laughs> you have guessed what's inside. Soft Brussels sprouts. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute, where's the top? Hmm. That's actually disgusting. <laughs> I thought you were my friend as well. Actually, here's Gary. No, you Gary. said you like chocolate and Brussels sprouts. Would you like so a bit chocolate? No, you want to just come in? No, don't. Just don't don't, don't do it, don't do it. Don't take it. <laughs> They're really nice. Mm. <laughs> Feel free to eat it in the service, that's okay. Mm. While I clear up the front. He's pretty happy as well. Has anyone got a bucket? <laughs> Um, are we going to light the advent candle? <laughs> and we'll move things along. We're going to light the advent candle, okay. And who's going to light the candle this morning? So we have Ruth and Tom and Eva and Oren are going to come up and light Yay. the candle. And on the fourth week of Advent, the candle signifies love. So just a short prayer as we start. Let's pray. Jesus, you are love, even if we are afraid. Help us to pray to you 
when you ask, when we are scared or fearful, bring love into our hearts, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Any more chocolates, Anna? No. <laughs> um, so this morning we're going to be talking about surprises. Um, and what was the first surprise in the Christmas story? There's quite a few surprises in that. The first surprise, I think, was Joseph. Because Joseph was, like, engaged to be married. A bit like, really? She's had enough claps, okay. And, uh, but Joseph was, like, engaged. They didn't use those words in those days, but he was engaged to be married. And then Mary comes along one day and says, Joseph, just, just sit down a wee minute, all right? And she said, well, she probably didn't use these words, but she probably said something like, Joseph, surprise, surprise. <laughs> she probably didn't know what to say or how to put it. She says, Joseph, I'm expecting a baby. Well, I've no idea how Joseph must have felt. Do you think he was really angry, maybe? Oh, I think maybe, I think maybe initially he was at the start, and he thought, what's my girlfriend been up to? Because we've never slept together, and we've never had sex together, and I trusted her, so how can she be pregnant? What on earth happened? I think I'll just kick her into touch. I, I just think I'm going to break it all off and not bother with her anymore. And then an angel of the Lord came and said, Joseph, all this is part of what God wants to do through Mary in order to bring a Savior into the world. So I know it's a big surprise, but it's part of my big plan for the world. So Joseph then obviously thought about that and went, yeah. Amazing. What a surprise. Uh, um, amazing surprise. Yeah. And I suppose sometimes God does things like that with you and I as well. Not the same way, like, but he, sometimes he asks us to do things or sometimes things happen in our lives and we think, whoa, what on earth has that happened for? But sometimes it's part of God's big plan to do something even bigger in the future. Amazing. Um, so now we're just going to stand and the band will lead us in worship. Sounds good. Yep. Folks at the back, there are some seats here at the front. Are you okay? Promise not to give you any Brussels sprouts, but there are a few seats here if you want to come and squeeze in. No, you all right? Okay. Okay. Let's stand. Oh, yeah. At least they were good.
So now we're going to invite up the Bruff family. I don't actually know where they are. Oh, they're there. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so let's welcome up the Bruff family as they come up. Keep clapping, they're not up yet. <laughs> First of all, we have Gary. You guys can all sit down there apart from Gary. Would that be all right? Oh, you took the big seats. Did you know that in Africa, in Malawi, where Gary is, like he's about a foot taller than the next tallest person in the village? So people come out, you know, and say, you know, he's like a walking spectacle, you know. Um, anyway, I, I don't know whether you do this. You know why sometimes you end up buying presents and you think, why am I buying a present for this person? Do you ever do that? Like, you know, you only ban it because they bought you something. Yeah. And so you end up going to the pawn shop. Oh. Do you? Do you ever end up going no, to... I'm not. I'm not that. You know, that's... So I sort of go to the pawn shop and think, oh, what can I get for them out of the pawn shop? Because I really don't want to spend any money. But then, like, for people in your family, maybe, apart from the mother-in-law, um, sorry, she's dead, so it's okay. Um, you know, apart from... So you end, you end up maybe spending loads and loads and loads of money because they're really precious to you. And sometimes I sort of think, you know, God, if we're going to send someone out to some other part of the world, like, can I just whisper to you, there are two or three people that we could send out that we wouldn't really miss. <laughs> Will I mention? No, no, I won't. No, okay, no, better not go there, okay. And, um, but actually, sometimes God says to us, what I want you to do is to give your best to the wider world and to the wider world church. And that makes Gary really embarrassed. But, um, but we've known Gary and Jacqueline and the children now for quite a few years. And they're a very special family within the life of the church. And Gary has served as an elder up until a few months ago. And they have just given so much of themselves to the work and witness of this congregation. But we are delighted this morning to bestow them to the wider world church. Because that's what God asks us to do. To give sometimes our best for the sake of God's mission in our world. So Gary's going to say a little bit uh, about what he's going to be doing. Uh, or what he thinks he's going to be doing anyway. We'll leave you to it. Okay. Um, I think I stood here well, maybe three months ago or so and, and told you all about um, our family, our decision, our call to go to Malawi. And at the time really didn't have a clue just exactly what we were going to be doing. Um, I've now got a fraction of a clue uh, what it is that we're going to be doing. Um, but geographically speaking, we're going to be in the north uh, of Malawi. Um, and the red area is, is the sort of region that, um, that my work will kind of cover. Uh, we'll be based in Mizuzu, the third largest uh, city, and Ailey's favorite word uh, to say out loud right now. Um, and there's probably about two, two million people uh, in, the, in the very north of, of Malawi. Um, and across the country, over half of the people uh, are living below the, the poverty line. Um, I've been there for a month, which means I have learned absolutely nothing uh, of the local uh, language, uh, Chitambuka, um, which is the largest tribe in the, in the, the northern uh, region. Um, the only thing I have learned uh, is Pachoco Pachoco, which is sort of little, little, slowly, slowly. Uh, which is very useful, both when someone asks, how are you getting on with learning Chitambuka? You can say, oh, pachoco, pachoco. Um, um, but also just the process of settling in um, and getting, getting settled down. So some things I did manage to do while I was there for the last month, uh, that is the, the new uh, Bruff family home uh, for the next three years. Um, and we're very fortunate. The church did a great job there at, uh, at finding somewhere um, for us to settle down. So we've got uh, plenty of space uh, for, for us as a family and plenty of space for guests and uh, visitors uh, also. Um, 
And only occasionally do we get visited by uh, things that begin with S and rhyme with rake um, <laughs> that Ailey doesn't care for. Uh, uh, this is Ailey's school, uh, and actually Ailey's teacher uh, in the picture as well. It was really good to be able to be there to take uh, pictures like this of, of what life will be like uh, for the family to send them back and help uh, help Ailey come to understand um, that and church and uh, and the supermarket and and other bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, things are really kind of uh, coming together for for the trip. In terms of my job, uh, what I'm going to be doing. Um, yeah, these three words kind of summarize the, the role of the organization. Um, so it's part of the local Presbyterian church in Malawi, um, and its remit it really is to promote justice, um, peace, and democracy. Um, and that is across all sorts of uh, issues. Um, having access to a lawyer um, if you have been badly treated as an employee uh, or, or unfairly dismissed. Um, Access to a lawyer if you've been um, beaten and abused by your husband, by your father, by your brother, um, pushed out of your own home, um, had your land stolen from you. Um, and that really forms the basis of building a, a, peaceful, uh, a peaceful society. We are heading into elections um, at the beginning of next year, um, and things are tense in, in Malawi at the moment. Um, a new party has formed, a, a kind of schism of an existing one, so we, we expect them, the... Um, the election period to be to be a stressful time for the country, um, so we'd appreciate your prayers for for Malawi and for ourselves as we um, find out what's going on there. My job itself is rather unexciting. Um, I sit at a desk and read about these exciting projects, uh, prepare reports about these things, and, and file applications um, to try and get funding uh, for them. Also, but also working to support the local. Uh, church uh, partner there in in improving the way they they work and help them get access to more funding. Jacqueline doesn't have a job straight away, um, other than looking after children, uh, which is a it's a great, important, very valued job. Um, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have someone helping in the house while I was in Malawi and I came back to Jacqueline and I said, it was amazing coming home and having all the dishes done and all the laundry done. <laughs> and she's like, well, just like being at home then. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, prayers for Jacqueline um, as, she, as she works out what it is she's going to uh, move into in her time there and for the girls um, as they settle in. Um, we've got a wee pile of cards and we'll be kicking around afterwards that have got our email addresses um, and a, a link to our blog um, on them, um, some of which you've seen in the church magazine already. Um, but we really, really would uh, like to keep in touch, like to hear what's going on in the ministry at KBC as well as encouraging you with, uh, with what we're involved in. So please uh, take a card and you can sign up for a prayer letter too. Thank you. Amazing, you can have a seat. So, Ailey, how excited are you to be going to Malawi? Excited! Yes, okay, good. I'm so excited for you. So, I'm going to miss you though. Um, Hold on a minute. Let's find out where she's going. Where are you going to live? In Mazuzu. Love it. I love that name. <laughs> um, so we have a wee surprise, surprise. surprise. For you. Um, I think Rona is going to come up um, with some of the Sunday school people and give you a little surprise gift. Oh, this is just for Ailey just for and Ailey Morven, and maybe, Morven. is it? Yeah. Jillian's coming up too. She's coming. Some of the boys and girls up who are in Ailey's class with us. I know you're out there. I've seen you already. Ah, if you're John, in Ailey's class, if John's got over his Brussels sprout moment. Oh, would you like a would you like a nice chocolate? Here's Maisie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> One iPad needed for Christmas. Hiya, Jack. Will you stand the other side of Ailey so that we're all round about her? That's it. Now. I've got a bag here, Ailey, with a surprise in it for you. Maisie, could you give Ailey this first surprise? 
this first surprise is a picture for your room and there's some verses from the Bible on it to remind you that God loves you very much and that he is the same yesterday, today and forever. So even in times when you everything change, when you're in Malawi, um, you to remember when you look at your picture that God is always the same and loves you very much. Will you? And there's something else in the bag. Jack, would you give Amy this? It's a little bunny. What's the bunny doing, Ailey? Can you see? What's she doing? Praying. 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 And we've given you that to remind you that we're all praying for you in Sunday group when you're away. And the church family here will be remembering you in prayer. And there's one last thing in the bag, which is just a wee card from us. And that's going to, it's got my email address on it. And we would like you to send us stories about your adventures in Mizuzu, is that right? And we'll send you some stories back about what we're up to here. Okay? Can we close our eyes now and pray for Ailey as she goes? Dear God, thank you for Ailey and thank you for all that she means to us. Please be with her as she goes away. Bless her with new friends that she will make quickly. We pray that she would learn much of your creation at the other side of the world and would have much happiness there. We pray that you would always that she would always be aware of the depth of your love for her and that you are with her wherever in the world she is. And although things round about may change, you are always the same. Bless Ailey and thank you for her. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, we just want to remember Morven too, Lord, and we thank you for all. She's been a joy for us all to see her on Sunday morning. Watched her from a bump grow into a baby and now a toddler here, Lord. And we just want to ask that you'll be with her and close to her also. She moves to Malawi um, and starts to settle in there in a new environment. And Lord, we give her this book too, just a reminder that you're with her wherever she goes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rona, Gillian, boys and girls. Wow, that's very exciting. And in case mummy and dad <laughs> In case mummy and daddy are feeling left out. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> You're getting better. <laughs> okay, two of their best friends. In fact, they're only two best good friends. Um, Steph and Chris, where's Chris? Oh, he's behind us, okay. I don't know if I can. Oh, I won't do crying, but I've started already now. I found like I can't stop. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for Gary and Jacqueline. We just thank you for their faithfulness and what you have called them to do. And we just pray for peace as they settle up things here and ha- eh, just bless their time with the, their friends and family, Lord, over Christmas. Um, and just, yeah, surround them with that sense of peace as they finalize everything to leave on the 4th of January, Lord. We know that we, our hearts are filled with sadness that they're going, Lord, but we know that they are faithful um, in stepping out and, and what they're going to do in Malawi. We just pray for Jacqueline that she would um, have wisdom and peace and courage and know what she needs to do there Lord um, and take time to settle in and take care of her girls and make sure that everything is just how you want it to be we pray this in your precious son's name Amen Yeah and Lord we, we pray for Gary, uh, we thank you for his wisdom um, and we pray that uh, that would be put to good use uh, in the church in Malawi Lord um, and as a family, we pray that they would uh, have your protection, uh, that they would have uh, would be kept safe there, Lord. Um, and yeah, that the, you would use them to, to bring glory to your name. Uh, we thank you for, for the people here who are, who are carrying on the work they started uh, here at KBC. Uh, we pray especially for Tim Lord and his, uh, his work in the eldership and in the World Mission Hub, that you would, you would bless him and that you would use him uh, Lord, uh, and yeah, as they go, uh, our friends move 
move away, Lord, but uh, they remain our friends, and uh, we look forward to keeping in touch with them. And I ask that you would, uh, you would help us all to remember them in, uh, in our prayers, Lord, uh, that, uh, that we would remember to, uh, that they are serving you, uh, and that we would uh, yeah, rejoice in the calling that, that you have given them. In your name. Don't forget the Prezi. Thank you very much, guys. It's lovely this morning as well. Um, to have other members of Gary's family and friends here. And also, I think one of his former pastors, Peter Vincent. Is Peter here? Where's Peter? Yeah, it's good to see you, Peter, as well. Just to come and support these guys uh, on the next step of their journey. Bless you. Thank you. So, back to the Christmas story. Was there any more surprises in there? Was there another one? Another surprise. Surprise, surprise, there was. And you'll see in the screen here um, that the second big surprise wasn't Joseph and Mary, but it was the shepherds. They were out on the hills, and they were probably half asleep, hoping for a quiet night. Maybe they were discussing or chatting or arguing, who knows. But suddenly this crowd of angels appeared and they were really frightened. They'd never seen or heard anything like this before. They probably looked at one another and thought, no, they didn't say something. And, uh, and, uh, but the angels came and said, look, don't be worried. In fact, don't be surprised because a baby is going to be born in Bethlehem and he is Christ the Lord. So that was the second big surprise in the story. And again, a wonderful reminder that this baby would bring joy to the whole world. Wow, so many surprises. I wonder what will be next. Um, So I think the band are now going to sing another song with us, lead us into another song. Um, So please stand. Yes, let's stand. We're going to sing See Him Lying on a Bed of Straw, so lots of energy needed here. Let's go for it. to invite the Meikle family up to the front as well. So let's welcome Robert. I don't know how you're all going to squeeze onto those two seats, but I'm sure you can manage. It's just a wee family. (laughs) A wee family. 
Okay. Do you want to grab the red one, Robert? Would that do you? There we are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, anyway, most of you will know the Meikle family who are working among the favelas through the Casa Semiar project um, in, in Sao Paulo in Brazil. And uh, Robert, as I'm sure many of you are aware, grew up here in the church and uh, then went to work for Casa Semiar where Silvana was his boss, really, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wonder how things have changed, or have they, you know? And um, so she ended up marrying the boss, which is not always a good thing to do. And, uh, but they've been here for six months. And uh, in one sense, it's been quite difficult because um, a large percentage of their support, maybe 70% of the support, came from a couple in North America and who've been supporting them for years and years. And, uh, and sadly, that came to an end just a few months ago, and, or maybe just before that. And... Um, and so, really, it meant that the whole project at Casas MER was really quite vulnerable in many ways. Um, and yet, um, it's, it's wonderful that they're going back in three or four days' time yeah. with a smile on their face, not just because they're going back to summertime in Brazil, maybe volleyball on the beach, who knows? And, uh, and actually, you're in the middle of school holidays as well when you go back, aren't you? Uh, which is brilliant, uh, but also, I, I think, have been able to uh, reach that figure that they've lost financially. And uh, so that's just absolutely amazing. And so we're grateful for the many people here and elsewhere, and uh, also Christian trusts who have contributed to raise a, a really a substantial sum of money to enable to sustain the ministry over the next three years. But before maybe Robert says something, what have we got? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and that's for Marianne and Helena. Is that how you pronounce that? Helena? Helena. Helena. I can never say that. We'll just call her H between us. Okay, and someone's got a little gift for you. All right, okay. So firstly, there's a little book, which um, Helen, I won't be able to read, but I'm sure Mummy and Daddy will be able to read it to them over the years. And uh, a little Prezi for Mary Ann. Do you know what your daddy said? Your daddy said you would like some thing to wear, but he doesn't understand sizes. So before you get much older, you need to explain to daddy, you know, daddy thought that like when you were 10, you got size 10, and when you were 15, you got size 15. So I don't know what that meant when he was buying stuff for Sylvana, but anyway, um, do you want to open it now or not? Do you want to wait till Christmas? You want to open it now? I've not even seen it. The only problem is that it's not your favorite color, but we hope you like it, okay? Right, nice and quick. Oh, just rip it out. All right. Yes, okay. Right, here we are. Oh, what does that say? Unicorns and mermaids. All right, okay. Do you want to hold that up so that we can all... Oh, wow. What's on the other one? Smile, sparkle, something. Shine. Oh, shine. Wow, lovely. Are they nice? I hope you like those, do you? Oh, there's more. There's another one as well. Wow. Right. That's just a nice posy pink one. Yeah, great. Lovely. Well, we don't want to leave the, the girls out, do we? The bo- yeah. So what have we got for the boys? The boys, okay. Uh, yeah, so we have another surprise, surprise. Um, I think it's over here, yes. Now, we don't want to show any biasness within the church, but 
Personally, I support St. Mirren. I've always been a supporter of lost causes. But um, anyway, Robert has always supported Rangers. And the two boys supported Rangers. And in fact, we had great fun a couple of weeks ago when someone gave us tickets to go and watch Rangers win 3-0. Now, let me explain. If you haven't already got a wee thing for blowing it up, if you put that in, you can actually deflate it as well. Is that all right? Okay. Um, but I didn't want to deflate it. Now, I said to the boys, it's got a challenge here. So what are the options? Um, because David can't say the word, keepy-uppies or headers. So you what would you like? You decide what you want to do. Keepy-uppies or headers? Keepy-uppies, all right. Okay, so which one wants to do the keepy-uppies? All right, Vinny, Vinny, do you want to go first? All right, okay. So we want to see how many keepy-uppies you can do, all right, okay? All right, okay. Can you get more than three? Okay, let's try again, all right, okay, that was four, all right. Do you want to count? You can count out a light. Okay, let's try again, okay. One, two, three. Hold on a minute, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. Well done. (laughs) It's not over yet. Where's Mark? Mark? Okay. Mark, you have to beat nine, otherwise, to get the ball. All right? So, come on quickly. All right. Okay. You've got to beat nine, all right? Go on, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can give that to Rafa there, Rafa. Right, and also with something else, do we? Yes. What is this? We plate. Oh, sorry. This is like a metal thing, is it? A metal metal thing. That you sort of pin on on your wall or nail it to your door. And it says, Ibrox Stadium G51. Is that all right? Who's got the ball? Who wants this one then? Do you want to? <laughs> all right, great. Very good. Do you like that? Anyway, like mums and dads. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and what have we now? I don't think they recognize you. Hello. Yeah, you have it. You better yeah, introduce you. yourself. Yeah, you too have it. <laughs> Do you want to speak and say hello? Yeah, who it is? Hello. Yes, Felipe and Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see them. Yeah. Do you just want to look here? Yeah. You can move around. Yeah, Ipeswal, to the bay. Yeah, you too. How you doing? Good. Good. Crazy. It's good to see you. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you bring these guys into the church? <laughs> do you know what we did? We offered them chocolate. Okay, it works all Not the time. <laughs> Um, Philippe and Laura, it's lovely to have you with us as part of our all-age service this morning. It's been a bit manic, but uh, tell us, you know, how, you know, what's been happening during the last six months? Well, uh, we've been working really hard at Casa Semear Ministry, uh, and the, all, everybody's missing uh, the miracles. Everybody's missing Chu Hobbit and Chu Silvana. Uh, back there in the ministry, and we, we did several special. Uh, we just actually did a special Christmas party with, without them, and everybody kept asking, uh, "Where is your hobby, Church of Silvana?" So they're all missing them. So you desperately want to have them back home again? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, are you sure? Because we weren't sure we were going to let them go. Oh, yeah. we understand. We love them so much. So yes. we understand. <laughs> we hope they can go back. 
you're hoping they'll go back. Yeah, I think they're really excited about coming back. I, I think they want to get down onto the beach in the new year. Yeah. Does that sound good? Oh, maybe a barbecue in his house. Probably. <laughs> and we also know that Robert has been uh, desperate to get back as well because he misses the children and misses the work. Robert, do you want to say just something to these guys about what your hopes and aspirations are for 2019, perhaps? Sure. Hey, Felipe. I'm going to look at you because I don't like speaking without seeing. Hey, thank you so much for all your hard work hey, during our time here in the UK. And I hope you look forward to leading Casa Semear next year. Oh, oh. No way. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> but thank you so much. And we're looking forward to coming back and taking over again. That's Thank great. You. We miss you guys. All the kids miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you too. We miss you too. Thank you so much. Just before you go, Philippe and Laura, uh, we're going to pray for the family here. And uh, Tim Lavey, who chairs our World Mission Hub, is going to come forward and lead us in prayer. But if there are three or four others who uh, know the Meeklers really well and would like to come and just stand with them, that would be great as well. Maybe Eunice and one or two others, whatever, that would be great. Just come on forward now because we are running short of time. That would be great. Okay. Ray and maybe... Okay. There we are. Good. You guys want to stand up and we'll just gather around and pray for you. Tim, here you are. Father, we thank you that you are a God who cares and provides for his children. We thank you for the amazing provision you've shown for the Meekles in the six months here with accommodation, for a home, for a car, for school, and for finances. Lord, we thank you for the six months that they've had here, for the opportunities to make new friends, to live in a different culture, and get a wider perspective. But Lord, we know that these challenges can also sometimes be painful and at times lonely. Nonetheless, we as a church are so glad that they've come back to be with us for this time and that we've had the chance to get to know Robert, Silvana, Vinnie, Rafa, Marianne and Yelena. Lord, we pray as they go back to Brazil that they can testify to the love of their Heavenly Father as they care for people, for children, many of whom don't know or never know their earthly fathers, to show them that they have a heavenly father who loves them so much more. Lord, and we also, Lord, pray that in the future, which is always uncertain for all of us, they will know that you are always there to lead them every step of the way. For Jesus' sake, amen. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, Philippe, Laura, thank you so much. Uh, you're only a couple of hours difference, aren't you, time-wise? Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. And uh, do you want to say a final just bye-bye there to these guys? Okay. We'll see you in a few days at the airport. <laughs> Bless you guys. Thank you very much. So, um, we've heard that Joseph was surprised at Mary, and we've heard that the shepherds were surprised. Who else was surprised in the Christmas story? Well, the wise men, but uh, we sort of call them the, the, the Magi from the, from the East, and uh, they immediately thought that Jesus would be, like, if he was going to be like the king, that he'd be born in the palace. So they went to Herod's palace, and uh, Herod was a wee bit off with them, but he wasn't there. And so they ended up following the star, and uh, took them to Bethlehem. Like, Bethlehem? Like, what on earth is Bethlehem? Bethlehem, like, was 
and no, and, you know, like no one ever. You know, Bethlehem's a little bit like, no, I better not say that. Um, Bethlehem's are a place that, you know, there was like one bus in every day and ten buses out. You, do you know what I mean? It really was a bit of a nondescript location. And so they were really surprised when they went there and discovered that's where Jesus was going to be born. And it wasn't in a, anywhere like royal. It was just very down to earth. So that was the next big surprise. Cool. Did they bring any gifts or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. And even that was surprising as well because yeah. they brought gold, like, which was a bit crazy. But that's because Jesus was indeed the king. And then they bought him frankincense. That just means like pure incense. And they used to use it in the temple in order to, uh, whenever they were praying, it was sort of like offered up and it was like a presentation to God. And so whenever they give the incense to baby Jesus, it was like saying he was God. And then they also brought a myrrh, which like was a bit crazy because that's what you put over dead people. But it was a reminder that one day this baby would grow up and die on a cross so that we might live. So that's what all the gifts were for. Wow. So it that really was. Really surprising. <laughs> it was surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> Must be time to sing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Let's stand. <laughs> to do and maybe about 10 minutes we'll be finished is that all right won't be very long and before you leave you're all going to get a little surprise 
surprise, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> okay. okay, but firstly, I want to invite up Mike and Shan Meefsey, and also Beth and Esther. Do you want to come and sit here? That'd be nice. Is that all right? And mum and dad can sit. Great. Oh, no, no, not mummy and daddy. Just the two girls. Oh, well, that's all right. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. And uh, folks, at a, at a recent church members meeting, well, actually, it's not that recent. It's quite a wee while ago now. Um, these guys have applied for membership of the church. Um, mummy and daddy, Nipsey, uh, Mike and Shan. And uh, so we were delighted to welcome them into membership here, originally coming from Queen's Park, and uh, which is not a bad place to come from. And uh, Mike, what do you do? Sorry, you my microphone. What, what do you actually do? Uh, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher up in uh, Falkirk. And you teach what? Well, it's an additional needs school, so it's uh, for people that you know aren't in mainstream. Uh, so they've got various uh, specific learning needs for them. Brilliant. And Shan? Children and Family Social Worker. Children and Family Social Worker, wow. And uh, actually, next Sunday morning, it gives me a cue. There's no 9.30 service. Same time next week, 10.30, all right, next Sunday. And there'll be different people looking back over the year and looking forward to the year ahead. And Shan will be one of the people speaking at that in a, in, a, in a weak moment. She agreed to do that. So you'll hear a little bit more later on. And... Uh, Formally, on behalf of the church, to welcome you into membership, Mike. It's great to have you. And uh, there's a wee certificate. And Shan, lovely to welcome you as well. We've got some wee gifts for you. And, oh. This is the first time we've ever done this. But we've decided that every new member is going to get a KBC recyclable mug with the KBC logo on it. All right. Is that good? And it means whenever you're in work or whatever, people say, what's that? So hopefully you don't score that. All right, okay. And um, anyway, I, I want to pray for Mike and Shan, and then Ailey is going to pray for Beth and Esther as well. Is that all right? Does that be good? So let's pray for these guys. Father, we just thank you for uh, this family. We thank you for their journey of faith. We thank you for all the ways in which you have journeyed with them over the years, for how they've come to know you in a personal and living way, for their desire to live out their Christian faith in the power of your indwelling Holy Spirit. And we pray for Mike and Shan, not only uh, in terms of their family commitments, uh, in terms of bringing up the girls, uh, but also... Uh, in their day-to-day -day work, we pray that they will indeed shine for Christ and live out their faith in a way that's meaningful and understandable, that is a light in the midst of darkness. And we pray that you will enable them to serve you well and to witness for you well in the days that lie ahead. We pray that you'll help us as a church to be supportive to them and to the family as a whole. And we pray that they too will be a blessing to us in the days and months and years that lie ahead. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear God, thank you so much for Beth and Esther and their faith in you. I pray that they'll continue to, you'll continue to encourage them um, and look into their lives in every situation. I pray that you'll be the centre of their lives and journey with them um, and that your, path, that your path for them will be straight. Um, thank you for your unconditional love. I pray for Beth and Esther um, that they'll know just how much you love them and provide for them. So thank you again for these lovely girls. And I pray all this in your strong name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, one final thing before we sing a closing song. Does anybody know what these are? Do you know these ones are specially flavored with Brussels sprouts? <laughs> I'm only joking. 
Do you know something? Didn't I tell you this? Up until like a week ago, two weeks ago, I never knew these had anything to do with Christmas. Neither did I, to be honest. Honestly? <laughs> yeah. Are, like, are we both just sick? I think so. Like, it, it, but does um, anybody else not realize that candy sticks are special for Christmas? Candy canes. Candy canes. Oh, Michael, yeah, okay. Oh, anyone else courageous enough to say that? Do you know, I, 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 people are unsure where it all started. But some people think it started with, like, a minister in Germany way back over 100 years ago. And he gave all the children in the congregation a candy cane so that they'd be quiet during the sermon at Christmas time. And, uh, but then it's got really big in America and so on as well. So what do you think it represents? Have we any idea what it's meant to signify? What does that look like? Well, I mean, it kind of looks like a shepherd's crook. Yeah, maybe? that's exactly what it's meant to be. And where's the shepherd's crook in the story? Um, well, they went to Bethlehem to see yeah. baby Jesus. Yeah, so it's meant to remind us of the shepherds and their crook. And, of course, the message that came that in, in, in Bethlehem they would find baby that would be the son of God, which would be good news for all the world. And who is that baby? Jesus. See, so you meant to turn it upside down. And again, we were arguing over this, weren't we? Like we never yeah. argue, but how many people Not here so. say J? And then many people say Jai. Is it Jai you say over here? So how many people say J, put up your hand? Yeah. Okay. How many people say Jai? I actually got a bit confused and didn't really know what I said by the end of that conversation, so... <laughs> I, I don't understand that. I really don't. Is it a Scottish thing? It's Glaswegian. Is it Glaswegian? Okay, it's Glaswegian. <laughs> okay, know. anyway, so it's meant to be the staff for the shepherds, and then when you turn it upside down... Jai that way, for It's Jesus. meant to be Jai or J for Jesus, because he's the centre of Christmas. And then, you can get them in all different colours now, but this is the original colour. Yeah. So the white, what does the white represent? Um, I think, it, is it to symbolize like how pure Jesus was? That's um, right, that he was the sinless son of God, that even though he was a little baby and became man, he never ever sinned. Yeah. So the next bit's easy, isn't it? Yeah. So what does the red represent? The red's the blood that Jesus shed for us. The blood of Jesus that was shed for us on the cross. So that's what's meant to represent the shepherd's it's crook. Is that the right way around? That's right. No. No, that way. Okay. The J, the Jai, or whatever it is, for Jesus, who's the center of Christmas. The white reminding us of Jesus' perfection, that he never did anything wrong. And then the red reminding us that one day he would go and die on the cross for our sin. So what would we like the okay. boys and girls to do with these, apart from take their wrappers off at some point? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, just to be reminded of um, who Jesus was and... Um, what he did for us every time that we eat these candy canes. But do people not normally hang these up in the Christmas trees? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they do. I don't know how you hang this. Oh, you hang it up that way, perhaps, do you? Okay. And then no. at some point over Christmas, mummy and daddy or whoever can take it down, and before you eat it, wouldn't it be great to take 30 seconds and say to your child, what does that mean? And just to take a little moment, maybe on Christmas Day, and say, it's the shepherd's crook. It's all about who is spotless lamb of God, but who died to take away the sin of the world, all right? So it might be good to put that on your Christmas tree and then just explain that to the children, maybe at some point, uh, just before you eat your Christmas dinner or something like that. So boys and girls, we think we have enough for all the boys and girls in the congregation. But you need to come forward and get one, not just right this moment. But maybe Dave, would you like to come forward and you can hand them out? Where's Kat? Yeah, I told you, Kat, that if you sat here, I wouldn't ask you to do anything, all right? So if Dave and Kat came forward, and as we sing the next song, if you want one of these, just come forward and take one from Dave or Kat, or if you're a little baby and you can't understand what I'm saying, your mummy or daddy can carry you forward and 
No, no, don't do that because you'll choke over it or something. I don't, okay. But if you want one of these, just come forward as we sing our next song. Okay. Remember, you need to take the wrapper off before you eat it. What else am I meant to say? There are no other instructions on it, okay? All right, so if you want one of these, boys and girls, just come forward as we sing our final song. Be better if one went the other side, Dave. You want to go over the other side? Surprise, 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 surprise. The service is over. <laughs> and as per usual, we're running 10 minutes late, but we did have a lot to fit in this morning. There is coffee and tea and biscuits and so on in the hall at the back. And tonight we're having carols by candlelight at 6.30. Uh, and again, there'll be hot mince pies after the service this evening. So that's tonight, 6.30. Next Sunday... There's only a 10.30 service, no evening service next week, all right? And then after that in January, it's back to normality, whatever that looks like with Ailey and I. But anyway, anyway, thank you very much for coming. God bless you. Have a lovely Christmas and a blessed new year. Merry Christmas. Exhausted, well done. Well done.